Hey guys, you found the bonus episodes of the Shape Your Family podcast. Thanks for being true fans. These episodes were originally Facebook Live videos. So with that said, let's get started. Welcome to the Shape Your Family podcast. I'm Skip. And I'm Beth. We believe that you can live an amazing family life by intentionally developing love and connection in your home. We're a real family. And after four kids and over 20 years of marriage, we've learned some real solutions. We'd love to share with you everything we've cultivated along the way. We're glad you've joined us today. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the family. family. Hi, everyone. Hey, how's everybody going? How's everybody going? How's everyone going? How is he going? How is he going? I want to scoot up, fix my hair, just got out of the shower. How is my hair going? Wet. My hair is going large. Mm. That's how my hair is going. I love best big hair. How is your hair going? My hair is your going, hair's going normal. If I go like this, you can see my little calyx sticking up in the back. I, I took a video of our four-year-old this week, and he like had he this complete... It. It looked like Indian feathers <laughs> all he, week. He had a complete thing happening back there. What are you doing? Got a little lipstick on her cheek. I was trying to do it all down I and down. Do. <laughs> I'm like, uh, 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 uh. No what are you Is doing? It gone? Yeah, it's gone. Good she to know. She lipstick on her cheek. I was trying not to out her, but she's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> I don't get a lot of little subtle hints. Don't do that. I think that I just have to have things spelled out gently. Gently. Spelled out. My girl. So we're coming live from our live. brand new phone this week it's almost like a whole new studio so if it looks like way better it's because we've got a brand new phone and because it's brand new best been playing with it a lot and we have low battery so we'll see how far we make it tonight if we cut it short and we go oh my gosh our battery ran out bye then you'll know what's that's going why. on that's why but um it's taking really good videos and so we've got some good pictures of the kids in the last week 4k I think I'm not taking it on 4K because it takes up too much space on my phone. Maybe I should. Mm. Will you stop fixing your hair? It's hard not to. I'm looking at myself. <laughs> stop looking at yourself. I love myself. Look at I the camera. I love you. I love you. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Nice butterfly hands though. That was nice, wasn't it? The kids saw a monarch butterfly today in the garden. The garden. In the garden. Apparently my garden's called a, a, my plants are growing voluntarily. That's what I heard two or three people say this week. Really fun term. We've just been throwing our cutoffs and our compost out there and now we got stuff growing, so loads of fun. Yes. Now that Skip is a real life voluntary compost garden farmer. I enjoy he, it. He talks to actual farmers and they give him little tips. So we're thankful for yeah. that. Yeah, uh, one of my customers tipped me with a brand new mango uh, tree. So the new member it's, of our family this week is a mango tree. eight or ten inches tall. And uh, two years ago, he had a bunch of his mangoes fall to the ground because he, he wasn't around to pick them up or something, I guess he said. And uh, he's got all these shoots. So a year and a half later. So he's got, he just went and dug one up for me. I was telling him because he was composting. So I saw that and I struck up a conversation with him about it. And uh, he's one of the ones that said, um, oh, you've got volunteer plants. I said, volunteer plants? It's like, yeah, they're just growing. You're not planting. You're not making rows. They're just growing. Said, yeah, they're that's like, what I have, volunteer plants. volunteer plant. to be a swagger family plant. When they get tall enough, I will voluntarily eat them. So we got watermelon. I think we've talked about this, haven't we? We've talked about it a lot. We definitely have watermelon. I mean, we got a little watermelon that's about that big right now. 
I think it's a watermelon. It's a baby, baby but, watermelon. Uh, so I got a little mango tree. He put it in a pot for me, sent me home with it. So that was fun. That was nice. Yeah, really nice. So the good news is, is that hopefully we won't be reaching for the phone as often. My old phone was completely out of space. And so it would alert us. Wait, you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> the uh, phone would alert us every week like, oh my gosh, you're so out of space right in the middle of us talking. So yeah. hopefully that won't happen now. But apparently Shouldn't. we're going to touch it anyway. Yeah, it should definitely not happen. You have loads more space. Loads of space unless we get some other kind of alert. We're not that yeah. good at electronics, so it's possible. Yeah, went from 16 gigs, is that what you had on your old phone? 16 gigs of space on our old iPhone to 128. Yeah, first world so, problems. Wow. <laughs> 112 more gigs of space. So I'm very thankful for a new phone this week. What are you thankful for? Good question. Whether you're watching live or when you watch the recording, pop it in the comments below. What are you thankful for? Yeah, we've had some... Uh, some really, really, really fun interaction with this, yeah, and we've been been talking about that for for several weeks now. But we've had several hundred people a week watching this video, which to me is absolutely surprising. I thought literally we would get three or four of our friends watching, and you know maybe in six months we'd be up to like twenty people or something. But we've had hundreds of people watching. That's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we're really thankful that you guys are joining yeah. in. Because it we're makes doing it fun this for us, right. to serve the community, and so we're glad that the yeah. community is joining. So we had us. somebody call us today and tell us that their boss asked them to watch it at work. One of the videos. I thought that was kind of interesting. They got paid to watch us. Paid. So I wish somebody would send pay us me a to private message if, if you want to get paid. We can hook you up with <laughs> an employer who will pay you to actually watch this video. So. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun. So that was a really funny story. Me and Beth were our were, kids were don't even get paid to watch this video. Yeah, they do not get paid. Our kids get paid for nothing. They watch it for funsies. They get they get a couple bucks for Christmas or their birthday, and they think they're rich. So yeah, twenty bucks goes a long yeah, way. Loads of candy for them. Right? With the money, all they want to do is buy candy. Yeah. Speaking of candy. Which I hate when they eat so much candy. Beth went to the store for all the kids, and she decided to buy them some candies. Some box candies. Do they buy them themselves with their if own our money? our kids get a dollar, then they beg for candy. So, so sometimes hold on. Two things real quick that are crazy. Okay. All right, before we get into this oh whole thing. Oh, my gosh. A, our kids get money or they'll get birthday checks, like from their relatives or cash, and we put it in the bank. And so, like, let's say it's 20 bucks. Like, they keep saying, you owe me. You, you put my 20 bucks in your bank. Are and, you really going to bring this up? Because this will be our surprise topic. No, it's not. <laughs> it's my surprise I topic. I literally <laughs> think that we've spent hundreds of dollars off of that 20 bucks. That our kids are taking me for a ride. But anyway, I'm going to no, get off that subject. No, you do fuzzy math, and I you are like math. Scrooge McDuck. You're like not swimming in the McDuck. coins and swimming in the dollar bills and stuff. And then you're like, oh, kids, you don't have any money. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, because I need their $10 birthday money. Yep. So anyway, they buy candy, and Jonah is telling me, I got runs, I got runs. So if, if you don't know what runs are, it's like a hard, crunchy candy. They're tiny, you know, and, and they're different colors. They're oranges and bananas, and they're all shaped like little oranges, little bananas, that kind of stuff. So he gets his box of runs, and he says, Dad, do you want some? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Daisy got bottle cap for her candy box, and she shared some bottle caps with me. He reaches in his pocket. They're not a Ziploc. <laughs> They're not in a baggie. They're not in a, the box they came in. They're just dumped into his pocket, right? And so I, he picks them up, and he goes like this, and he goes, which one do you want? And there's like lint and stuff. And I go, why are they all white? I've never seen white runs before. 
He goes, oh, because the candy coating is my worst part. So I get rid of it as fast as possible by sucking it off and then spitting them in my hand and putting them in my pocket. <laughs> You just outed our child for a really good Yes, I did. That was Jonah, nine-year-old son, who had runts from his mouth in his linty pocket that he was still enjoying. Could be worse. You know, I think boys traditionally are known for, like, wearing overalls with no shirt and having a frog in one pocket and a slingshot slingshot in the other. I think half-eaten runts is probably... It could be worse. Oh my god, not much. Not much. <laughs> the fact that he offered it to you is pretty funny. That's sweet. He's so sweet. He, he is sweet. Look at him be so sweet. He is sweet. <laughs> I would give him that. <sighs> so, okay. surprise topics? Yes, do it. Who's going first? I just went. What's your surprise topic? <laughs> you eating, you not eating Jonah's candy. Uh, oh no, Scrooge McDucking their money. <laughs> Scrooge McDucking their money. You can't just... <laughs> Say everything you just talked about with my surprise topic. You have to have a surprise topic. You're just getting right to the. Thing. What's your surprise topic? Okay, you go first. You so you my can think phone. of one. <laughs> my new phone was the surprise topic. My surprise topic is the time change. Okay. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I saw a meme of an Indian. That, oh, why are you bringing this up? That That's... says. Whoever thinks you can cut a top off of a blanket and sew it on the bottom of a blanket and have a longer blanket is crazy or something like that. And that makes sense. Like, why do we think that you're making your day longer by messing up my internal clock? So, let's have a new segment where I was literally Skip looks at weird memes from the internet and then you keep your surprise topics to yourself until I'm done with mine. If that's what you want to use, takes them as fact. I didn't say it was fact. I said it was funny. Skip said, wise Indian once said... Oh, no, I did not that say that. If you it's on recording. They know what I said. And you share it, then it makes more hours in the day. Hey. That is so wise. In American Indian chapter one in the Bible, it says... <laughs> You're making up books of the Bible now? I am. Heresy. Heresy. <laughs> so... I literally um, was running to get ready for this right now tonight because yeah, it's I still daytime outside. The time change is messing us up as far as like we're still, right. oh, it's still daylight? Yeah, my kids are all still awake. Oh. And then I'm sitting there like at midnight going, I don't even feel tired. Why is it midnight? I need to go to bed. I got to go to work tomorrow. I think that as we've gotten older, we probably haven't adapted to the time changes. Cro- crotchety well. old man and woman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that most people don't have this issue. So... Comment below if you're having an issue with the time change or thumbs if it's just Thumbs up time us. change or thumbs down time change. If you want to say, hey, it's just you, now the, go And the and fall is not too bad, right? Because you fall back and get an extra hour and you feel like, man, I'm going to bed early tonight. It's 9 o'clock. It's really 10 o'clock, you know, or whatever. Yeah, we like fall back. I do, I do like fall back. I think spring everybody forward. does. Does anybody like spring forward? Fall back, you get an extra hour of sleep, that one night, the whole thing. Fall back rules. Yes. Does. So why can't we just like set it and leave it? That's my whole thing. It's a it's an antiquated system. It's not needed anymore. That's it. Okay, I vote yes for eliminating the time change. There was no time change in Hawaii. They didn't do it, and it was lovely. Yes, everything about Hawaii was lovely. That's true. So, what's your surprise topic? I don't have one. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise, I don't have a topic. The teacher's pet came unprepared. I've been tired. My surprise topic is how 
busy that we've been. I texted my mom today. She's like, I haven't heard from you in a few days. And I said, I don't know. I feel like I've been really busy and I have no idea what I've gotten accomplished. So do you want me to help you fix that while we're on camera? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> you're not fixing me. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was funny. You are so I got funny. a little nervous just even asking that question. <laughs> so like things like taking four kids to the grocery store that takes up all my time and energy. So yes, it does. That's all right. It was fun. They yeah. got candy out of the deal. Mm, candy in the pocket. Not that Back thankful to that. that they have candy. All right. What's the uh, main topic tonight? Well, Skip and I were talking this week, and so we wanted to bring some encouragement to you guys. It was something that we had been discussing, and we figured other people were thinking about it too. So um, there's been a lot of discussion in the news lately about... Uh, changing and federal funding and stuff for various um, government outreaches or different programs, social programs and stuff like that. And so we were talking about it and I think that there's been some fear and stuff in some of the comments that we've been seeing from people and um, kind of not understanding or um, unsure about how those needs are going to be met in the future. If the government takes away the funding, then well, what are the people going to do? And so Skip and I were talking, and we feel like that we are the change. You are the change. You are the yeah. solution. You are the um, community assistance. You are the one who makes a difference in the place where you live. And so that's what we want to encourage you about tonight is to set your sights higher, kind of think differently. Think outside of a, a, a usual situation where someone needs help and then, you know, someone else solves the problem. So I'd like you to just think about you being the solution for the problem. And so um, I think that that requires a little bit more, obviously, um, because it's a, a new thing, it's a new habit, and it's a new awareness and mindset that you have to develop. And so um, it's something new, so it takes a little bit of effort, but it's not something that's hard. It's something that's very normal to live in communities and people groups and to care about each other. And so that's what we wanna to bring to the table today is that you were made to care about the people around you. You are made to care about your community and you are made to love the people around you. And so we want to encourage you to think about ways that you can do that in the community where you live. Yeah. And and what that looks what does that look like, right? Right. So this was this conversation was spurred on because I heard a news story about the government um was possibly cutting uh public school lunches. And yeah. my initial reaction was, oh, wow. I mean, I, you know, I heard, you know, I know of like the, the statistics and everything else that some kids, the only meal that they get is the school lunch, right, of the day because they come from low-income families or, or whatever. And so that was my first reaction, like, oh, no, this can't happen. And then my next reaction was, well, wait a minute. This can be our greatest moment, right, as, as neighbors, as a community. So instead of standing up and yelling at the government, why not stand up and 
and and cry out to bring people in to solve that problem that you're passionate about and that's how this whole subject came up so instead of yelling at the government or yelling at the the, the authority or whatever the situation is to stand up and, and invite people in to that problem and be, be the solution like Beth was saying at the very beginning. So in that situation, it might look like, you know, gathering parents, you know, at, at the school, talking to some teachers and figuring out if there's a way that you can do something to provide lunches, provide lunch money. You know, a lot of schools might not want you bringing food in for the students, obviously for lawsuits and stuff, but how can you provide money? Can you collect, you know, that kind of stuff? Or, you know, if you're, son or daughter sits next to someone who's not eating, maybe you pack two sandwiches instead of one, yeah. and you just get to share you know, two yogurts, two puddings, whatever you're putting in their lunchbox, and, yeah. and you get to share, and all of a sudden you have community happening right there at the school, and, and possibly you know, your child now making a friend that they normally wouldn't have, have made because they're serving. And that's what I think that it is. It's an awareness of being outside of ourselves, and I think that our kids have to have that awareness as well. We have to be training and teaching our children to be looking out beyond themselves and um, seeing someone that instead of making fun of them for having lesser clothes, you know, clothes that aren't as cool or, you know, oh, look, they don't eat or they're always off to the side and making fun of them. I think like generations past might have put those person to the side to be able to think about, okay, well, Oh, that probably means they're going through a hard time, you know, so then you can start uh, figuring out how to love that person. You're going to have to connect with yeah. them and figure out a way to be a solution to meet a need. So, um, and, and, and really the love is the answer, right? So if you're, if you're operating through love and with love and you're with a servant's heart and, and your motives, you know, are right, then that is the first step. Because, you know, so many people, you know, like, uh, if you take the school lunch thing, because that's what we started with, like, I, I would have no idea where to start with that. Like, how do you even do something like that? You know, I have a businessman, I have my own business, I'm married, I've got four kids of my own, we got, you know, all these, but, so at that point, you have to move from love and empathy or sympathy or whatever these emotions are that you feel, and you have to begin to talk to people. Like, okay, so who in my community might have an answer? Start asking a lot of questions. Questions are very good. So ask parents of the school that you go to. You know, last week we were talking about gossip, you know, and how destructive it can be. This is a very good uh, opposite of gossip. Instead of getting in the group of moms and gossiping about other moms or the teachers that you guys don't like and that kind of stuff, maybe it's, hey, I heard, you know, Johnny doesn't have lunch because school lunch was funding was cut. So how can what can we do to help Johnny? And then all of a sudden that discussion, oh, well, I know this person, or I know that person, or actually my husband's best friends with the principal, let me t have him talk to him and see if there's anything. You know, those kind of questions and expanding like your net, you personally will never be able to give school lunches even the kids just in the school that your kid goes to, let alone the city and the county and the state where you live, right? But as a network, as a group, you can encourage this on and all of a sudden creativity and, 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 and things begin to happen. And now all of a sudden you're birthing something that's beautiful where there's a group of people coming together. You know, nonprofits are born out of that and then on and on it goes. And, and now you have no problem funding school lunch and now the government can use that money somewhere else if they want to. Or if you still think the government should do it, 
that's cool too. Vote differently next time, right? So, but you're enacting your love, your networking, your friends, and seeing what you can do, and and that kind of stuff is like wildfire. It grows fast. Yeah, and as far as uh, adults in our community and stuff, there's ways to look beyond your own personal life and to look at the people around you and to actually see them. So I want to encourage you to really get involved in your neighborhoods and get involved in your communities. Be active and aware outside of your social circle. So um, don't just uh, just kind of go, okay, yeah, well, those neighbors down the street, well, they're weird, you know, but, um, and just cut them off and not interact with them. You know, go, okay, well, uh, their house has gone into disrepair for a few years, and I know that you know he's elderly and his wife died. You know, get involved by talking to them and um, just becoming friends, and then you'll get a chance to see what's really going on, and you'll get a chance to possibly be part of a solution to meet a need. So, if you have elderly people, if you have um, people that aren't able to you know, care for what they've been given, then see if you can join in. And if it's someone that's elderly, you know, maybe put up their Christmas lights for them and see what you can do. If you see that um, they used to get Meals on Wheels or whatever delivered to them and you know that Meals on Wheels is cutting back, then go, okay, well, you know, hey, I would really like to invite you over for lunch or I would really like to if you're not able to go, can we come and have lunch with you? Can we bring a picnic yeah. into your house? Or, you know, can we, you know, uh, bring you a couple meals and then once a week we'll get together or something like that. So we were made to live in community. We yeah. were made to live connected with people. And so a lot of these needs that we see in society, we go, oh, you know, they have a need. They're a, a lesser people group, so right. they need help from somebody else. And nobody wants to step up and meet it because they always think it's somebody else that is going to solve it. Well, you are the somebody else. You are the one that um, can love your community well. You can see, hey, you know, I walk by that park every week. There's a lot of garbage on the floor. And get your kids involved. Include them in what you're doing. Yeah. And you guys go and pick up garbage together. Go and, you know, as you're walking around the neighborhood, pick up the garbage around it and say hi to the neighbors and stop and interact with them. Get to know their names and start living life with the people around you that you wouldn't normally interact with. And then there will be opportunities that open up for you to actually be a difference maker in yeah. the situation. So um, we are very passionate about including our children in our life. And yeah. we never wanted to be where, hey, mommy and daddy go and do cool stuff. And we go and help people and serve people. But you guys are too little. So you don't get to participate. And to exclude them from all kinds of stuff that's in our life. All the things that um, we do that are because of goodness or because of loving God. And so... Um, we, for a, a period of time, I was maybe pregnant with Daisy. I don't know, but we had a couple small children and, um, we met up with this group that was a church and they would have college students that they would meet together every Monday night and they would go and feed the homeless people in the area. 
They, they would make the food first. Yeah, you know? so we would meet up and... Make the sandwiches and... Yep, the college students would do bread. that. The college students were coming because they got credit. And At so, school, yeah, they had to do voluntary. This was much more of not a spiritual exercise as a social. There was just yeah. a social thing that they were doing and to reach out like a justice-minded thing or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, we have two small children. We find out about this group that's doing it and we think hey, that sounds like something that we would like to be involved with. And so what they would do is they would make the meals, they would put it in a uh, paper sack, make popcorn and sandwiches and a couple things like that. And then um, they everybody would pile into various cars and they would go to three or four yeah. different locations. They one was the Salvation Army, one was under a bridge. Thermoses with hot coffee. And, they had and, big jugs of drink. And, and tea and lemonade, different things. Yeah, And they've nice. been doing this for a couple of years. And so people were used to, like, the, the, they would arrive. They knew every Monday night at this certain time to congregate in this area because these people were going to be showing up. Yeah. And so, anyway, we find out about it and we think, okay, that's awesome. We want to be involved with that. And we are going to go and we are going to bring our children. And so um, I made sure that our children were nice and close to us. And my kids knew that they weren't allowed to wander. They weren't allowed to go off with anybody else. If the kid was really small, either Skip or I were holding that child. And then the other one would be holding our hand or whatever. But we made sure that the kids knew that and they were... Sophia, who's... Sophia so talked free to everybody. and ran around and talked to everybody. But we were always on top is what I wanted to say that I yes, would definitely recommend course. that you're on top of it. But that um, that our kids were to we you, kids you are welcome to come with us and we want you to. But please look everybody in the eye when you talk to them and smile. We are there to bring love and not only food but we are bringing love and um, we're trying to meet them where they're at. We want to listen to their stories and we want them to feel honored. And so we would show up and uh, the kids were a joy. They were a delight to these people. And Skip and I took it very personally. It was very special to us to sit there and look in the eye and yeah. shake hands and love people who are ignored all day, yeah. every day, the people that are looked past. and. Um, most people not only ignored, but it's an annoyance, like that they're an annoyance in life or whatever. And so um, we felt it was really special. And so um, we would bring the kids and the kids got to participate and the kids got to hear people's stories and we got to um, hear it straight from them why that they're on the streets or what was going on. And we were able to be part of a solution. Yeah. And so for us, it was one of the first opportunities we've had on a large scale of interacting with people that are homeless or um, having really tough time in various ways. And so we would ask questions and say, okay, well, um, is, the, is the food the main issue? Like, is getting food the main problem that you're having and encountering? And they said no, right. you know, as the people that we talked to said, food is the easy part. It's really easy to come by food. There's a lot of churches or a lot of um, soup kitchens. Yeah, there's a lot of, of right. yeah, um, nonprofits and stuff who already are focused on the food aspect. Uh, they said the problem for us most of the time is that we need an address. In order to get a job, you have to be able to put out 
um, a mailing address so that you can receive mail. Or in order for me to collect my disability, I would have to have an address for them to mail it to, and that's hard for me. Or um, some people would talk about how it's hard for them to get a shower because they would go and apply for jobs, but they don't have really ways to get clean and stuff. So as far as um, the, the news stories that we were seeing this week about food being the main issue, that um, the person looked at me, one of the homeless people looked at me and said, no one in our county would ever not have food if they if they don't want it. You know, like there's always food available in this county, but um, it's a lot of the other things that we have issues with. Yeah. And so I want to encourage you guys straight from the mouth of people who are living in the situations of extreme poverty, would not even having a house that. Food is more readily available. There is, There are ways to get food in different ways, but there are other things that people need or people that are the working poor, the people that have jobs and are trying to struggle just to make it. You know, These are the kind of people that um, you might just be having in your neighborhood or hanging out with and stuff, and that's who you want to be aware and listening to the stories and um, meeting someone where they're at so that if you are hanging out and um, you see them not have a bunch of food in their cupboards or you see the, whatever, like if you see something going on or your husband lost his job or whatever, love people well enough to kind of push beyond any kind of uncomfortableness that comes from uh, keeping everything hidden. So, you know, talk to your neighbors. Don't let everything stay hidden. Don't let yeah. the kid that comes to your kid's house that is, is dirty or whatever and um, just let him go home into a bad situation without you thinking or, or seeing what you can do to be part of the solution. So, um, I do want to say that in our interactions, I feel like honor is very important. Yeah and people want choice people want people want nice stuff even people that are um, living on the streets they still they don't want bad stuff but they will put up with what they're given but give your best to people that um, you meet that are needing something don't just go oh well they're poor I'll give them my worst and it doesn't really matter because they're poor they don't have any choice or you know they get what they get you know like that is not going to actually be a solution to any problem yeah can I tell a little story please do my um, my dad my grandmother died my dad went up and was helping take care of her and it goes back to what Beth was saying earlier about knowing your community knowing your neighbors yeah. and the needs and that kind of thing so my dad goes up he's taking care of my grandmother the last part of her life and then she passes and he was going to sell the house and everybody's like, no, you're not going to get, you're not going to sell the house. It was a bad, you know, the economy is still pretty bad. You're not going to get anywhere near what it's worth. You might as well just rent it and all this other stuff. He's like, no, I, I just know I'm supposed to sell the house. And so he started working on sell to, uh, you know, to sell the house and he's getting her house ready and getting rid of some of her, you know, old stuff and, and that kind of stuff. And then the neighbor across the street, my grandmother uh, lived in West Virginia, so there's like a gravel, big long gravel driveway that went all the way up. And the neighbor across the street, um, from when I was a kid, like, and so like this, she passed when, 
we had Sophia was four. I was 35 years old or something, right? 36 maybe. So, um, so when I was a kid, the neighbor across the street had started to 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 do the side of their house with siding. So they they put like the uh, OSB board. It's kind of like you know the press board that looks like it has big wood chips in it, you know. And they put that all up first, and, and, and first tar paper, and then the OSB board, which is really cheap. And then you put the siding on to make it look nice. They never put the siding on, ever. Mm. 20 years, right? 25 years or something. Mm -hmm. So the neighbors have been trying to get them to do it. And my grandma's neighborhood was kind of nice. There was a resort area at the bottom of the hill from her, um, a, a boating resort thing and a golf course, I think, or something. So it was kind of a nice area. But like her little country road that went up, you know, it was like uh, smaller houses, but they were all pretty nice, you know, and they had their little gardens and stuff. And this was the eyesore of the neighborhood. But the side of his house, if you stood, you know, on my grandmother's front porch and looked out, you're looking at the side of his house. And it had been like that forever, right? And so all the neighbors had tried to get him to, to put siding on the side of his house and fix it, you know, and... And, and, and he just kind of barked at them and said, no, leave me alone, right? Well, my dad gets to know him while he's taking care of my grandma, making friends with him, never mentioned anything. Of course, my dad is, you know, easygoing and just loves everybody. And, you know, everybody's his friend. And so, like, he, my, my dad didn't think twice about the side of this guy's house. Well, now, Grandma Papu, um, that he, he had made, and he said, hey, mom died. She left me a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. And I know she'd be so happy if, if, if you'd let me buy the siding and, and put this on your house. Mm -hmm. I would love to do it for you. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the guy went, really? And my dad said, yeah, I know. She loved you. You know, you guys are great neighbors. Are you always coming over helping? Let, let us give back. He's like, oh, man, that'd be great. My dad goes and puts siding on this guy's house, right? List the house for a higher price than most people thought he should. And the house sold in a week. A dude from the resort area was just driving up and was just looking for a, 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 a kind of cabin kind of place to go in the summer when they come up on the lake to go skiing. Wanted a place for all his boys to stay and stuff like that. And drove up the day my dad stuck the sign in the yard and said, how much you asking? And, you know, my dad gave him the price. And the, the guy actually gave him $5,000 more. He said, I'll give you $5,000 more if you'll, if you'll accept my offer right now. And my dad said, I'll accept it right now. And then, you know, of course, the guy leaves. My dad calls me. He's all excited, you know, because he was asking me to pray for him, pray, you know, for this whole situation. And, and, and so, uh, and then he kind of giggled. He goes, maybe I should have said 120, you know. And he's like, Dad. And he's like, oh, I know, I know. I'm, I'm super happy. So, so anyway, it's, it was one of those things of knowing your neighbors. My dad didn't look down at this guy. He wasn't trying to go over and get him to fix his, you know, wall because it was an eyesore or anything like that. He knew it was an eyesore, but, my, you know, it didn't change the fact that my dad was going to befriend this, this man and his family. And so it's just a really neat yeah. testimony of not only knowing your neighbors, knowing their needs, but knowing timing, knowing, because you become friends, you become in a relationship and you get to know them intimately. They get to know you intimately. Yeah. You know, we were in St. Pete maybe a year after we were doing that thing feeding the homeless or more and we went we were in downtown we went into a taco place to get tacos and one of the ladies that we would meet every week came walking in she's like hey guys and she came up and she's can i yes please come sit with us we had a taco with her 
and uh, and she was telling us how she was now finally got housing and mm-hmm. was, was working on was working on custody with her child. She was pregnant while she was homeless, so mm-hmm. that the state um, um, the state uh, uh, kept the baby when it, when she delivered, and she was working on custody issues with that baby, and now was in housing and 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 getting work and stuff. So it was really neat, like for her to come in and see us in there and recognize us and want to come over and have lunch with us. It was really, really a huge blessing for us. Yeah. So. Yeah. That most of the time when we have gotten to know our neighbors, there's things that we can go, oh, well, I could do that, you know, or, um, yeah, I saw that you needed that, you know, like even we go and hang out at friend's house every Saturday night and it's sort of, uh, it's our house church. It's a community gathering, you know, 20 to 50 people get together every Saturday night and, um, I'll just see like, okay, my kids used up all of your paper from your printer this week. And so I, yeah, not printing coloring. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Ripping it out as fast as they can, drawing everybody in the house a picture. So I'll buy a pack of paper or whatever. So, um, you just meet the needs of the community around you. But in order to do that, you have to interact and you have to think beyond your own needs. So, yeah. um, it's something that as we get busy in life, sometimes we tend to let it slide but it's so important. We want to encourage you to not, don't just get angry and um, rail at you know the government or whatever. Um, actually sit there and think, okay, what can I do to love my community well? What can I do yeah. to be a difference maker? Yeah, and not just government, even smaller than government. If it's your workplace or yes. or whatever it is. I mean, some, some of you guys listening now work in places where you have 50, 100, even 1,000. Beth worked in a place where there's over 1,000 employees in one building. Um, and, and there are people, you see them in the in the work cafeteria sitting by themselves because they're kind of the oddball. You see them sitting because, you know, they dress differently than everybody else or whatever the reasons are. And that's a place to make a friend and serve. And it, it can be a really beautiful thing. And I was 19 years old and I didn't know how to cook and... Or not how to cook very well. Skip knew how to cook zero, and I knew how to cook a little. But and we didn't have a lot of money, and I would eat chips and salsa for lunch because that's what we had, or whatever. So um, I think that uh, if you see somebody at your workplace, and you know they're asking you questions about recipes or different things, you know, like I was constantly asking. So you know, take these people under your wing. Take. Take responsibility. Take the people in your community under your wing because then if you realize that you're part of the helping situation, you're more apt to see what you can do. The solutions, they just kind of unfold before you, but you have to be willing to take the first step. So we encourage you, take the first step. Take the first step. Do it. It'll be fun, I promise. It definitely is. Yeah. What if you watched one less TV show a week and you served somehow? Or made a friend or prepared meals for the elderly woman next down the street or something like that. Yeah, and it's such a blessing. The um, our, our lawnmower broke last year and the neighbor was out mowing his lawn. He's got the riding mower and he doesn't even speak English. And he was just kind of what I could understand of Spanish or what he was saying, you know, that he would mow our lawn for us. And he so that blessed us so much. And he did it through the whole summer. Like I had the kids out there. <laughs> Yes. I had the kids out there because the, the grass was getting, you know, tall. And so they were out there with like a golf club or something or a hockey stick. 
stick or something. Yeah. And they were just swiping and just whacking down the grass, right? Hillbilly style. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so the neighbor saw them doing. <laughs> I think it was that taking, relationship is pity. Taking pity on the children. Yeah. But he's a very nice guy. Our neighbors are very no, nice. No, honestly, yeah. the very first day we moved in, Skip saw that he had a a truck similar to the truck that you had. And you had parts for the truck that you didn't need anymore. Right. And so we were New. just moving yeah. in. So Skip goes over and doesn't even really speak the same language and says, here, I wanted to give this to you. I saw that you had that. And, you know, and like very from the very him. outset, you know, you yeah. made sure to make relationships. And that is one thing that we've always done really well, whether it's here locally in Florida when we've moved or when we've, you know, lived in wherever we've lived in the world. We always live as guests. We don't come into the neighborhood like we have rights. This is our neighborhood. This is our house. This is our space. This is our fence. We always come in as guests. We're always serving or, or bringing gifts. We've or... been so incredibly blessed. Like every time we go, we're like, we have such good neighbors, yeah. you know? And it's because that we are looking out beyond our fence and looking over there. Yeah. Like when we were in Hawaii, we had the best neighbors. We had a Filipino family that lived next door. They were really and fun. they would have these huge feasts. And they honored us and invited us into their big feast. And so yeah. we were getting to participate with that. And then the neighbor on the other side would catch fresh fish. And he would give us all kinds of good food from his garden or yeah. whatever he was doing. And we're like, look at this. We're so When we were in Central blessed. America, people tell us, you'll never be invited into the homes. Oh. You know, that kind of thing. And we're like, really, you know? So we just start talking, making friends with people. No, we had already been there a little while and had already eaten in people's homes. Oh, yeah, homes had already been invited. And, and had been, like, w one guy, he drove an hour and a half from the capital city to come and have lunch with us. And we didn't know. We thought he lived locally. And we said, hey, you want to get together for lunch? He's like, sure. We met him down at the, at the end of our streets, right? So then while we're down there, he's like, hey, you want to come have lunch with us? We're like, sure. So then he comes over for lunch. and it But we don't have a car. Are you close? He's like, I'll pick you up. Oh, and then a different day, he brought us back to his place or yeah. whatever. So an hour and a half away from us, and he comes and picks us up. And we had um, meals with several people. And so then we meet somebody else. And... Uh, she said, I've been here a long time in Costa Rica. Don't be offended if they don't invite you into their houses or anything. They're, people are just like that here. And we said, oh, no, that's not been our experience at all. We're having a really nice time interacting with people. So, um, you know, being very friendly and having the kids kind of break the ice with us, having a friendly family yeah. has really opened up a lot of doors. But it's given us an opportunity to meet people where they're at and for people to meet us where we're at. Right. We've experienced the blessing of people yeah, um, giving in our lives for sure. So we encourage you to do it. Reach out. That's Reach it. out and touch someone. Is that a wrap? That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Are you going to wrap? Are you going to give them beatbox? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> we are Go awesome Keep rappers. it up. I'm going to bring it in. No, thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. So, what's next month? Next month is marriage month. Next month month. is marriage month. Marriage month. <laughs> um, April, we're going to be talking every week about something about marriage. If you have some funny. ideas. Like something about marriage. Something, something about, about marriage. That's funny. Yes, that will be our theme. <laughs> something about marriage. So, if you have some ideas or some topics, topics you'd like us to talk about, yes, then hit please... Us up. Put them in the comments or the private messages on the Family Faith Otherwise, we're going to come up with the topics and Lord only knows what yep. we're going to come up with. 
with all of our yeah. years of marriage. Maybe we'll change the format for April of this whole live thing. We'll we'll do some instead of some surprise topics. Maybe we'll surprise them with something different. I think we have some surprises up our sleeve. Nice. Look up there, sleeve. So surprises. You can find us on the social medias, of course. Uh, Twitter is my favorite. We're on the socials. Facebook is probably the one Beth leans towards. Yep. Maybe that'll be a topic one night. You guys can tell us what your favorite social medias on the internets. On the interwebs. On the interwebs. That'd be fun. So anyway, Skip Swiger, at Skip Swiger on everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, that's me. And then Beth is the same. She's at Beth Swiger. Swiger yeah. like tiger. That's not where I'm at. S-W-I-G-E-R. O-G. I love you guys. <laughs> love Have you guys. a wonderful week. Let's hear some stories. When you guys do some of this stuff where you're interacting with people, Please. Yeah. definitely relay to us. That'd be fun. Okay, here's fun, fun, after fun. hearing what you did, tell us, you know, okay, it was really cool. I went and talked to my neighbor and then this happened. So we want to hear your stories. We want to be involved with your life. We want you yeah. to be involved with us. So let's definitely stay communicating. Bounce some ideas off of us. If you yeah. are you know, working somewhere or something and you have a, a, see an issue that you're passionate about and you want to see this issue be better but you don't know a starting point, bounce it off of us. We love to kind of think through some of that stuff. Yep. It's fun for us. So There's always a solution. So there's always a solution. Be looking. It's in you. If you're already passionate about it, then the, the, the seed for the solution is in your heart already. Yeah, God's ready to help you out on that. All right. All right. Love Bye. you guys. See you next time. This has been the Shape Your Family podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. There are lots of ways you can connect with us online. Go to shapeyourfamily.com where you'll find helpful tips and links to our social media. Remember, your family life is important and what you do each day matters. When you shape your family, you shape the world.